I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Annika Feberwey. She is a veterinarian at GD Animal Health in the Netherlands. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to talk about mycoplasma. You gave a keynote address at the International Avian Respiratory Disease Conference on this subject, and I guess the let's start with the good news. The good news is that mycoplasma galliseptacum is pretty much under control. Or you're not seeing as much of it as you used to. Yes, for mycoplasma galliseptacum. Um I think uh, its clinical economical relevance is not subject of debate anymore. And that's the good news, but, you know, they say when you close a door, you open a window. Uh, so it, it seemed, I understand that mycoplasma synoviae is now becoming more prevalent in poultry? Yes. If we look at the history of mycoplasma synoviae, um, it has been, uh, its clinical relevance has been much more uh, subject for debate, but it has changed the last two years now because of uh, variant strains that are now emerging, mm. uh, like the strains causing axial uh, uh, apex abnormalities and axial uh, drop, uh, drops, and uh, the strains, uh, the atropatic strains causing uh, infectious synovitis, they are emerging worldwide and also more reported uh, worldwide. And is this primarily in breeders and layers, or are you seeing it in broilers as well? The uh, egg production drops due to MS and the axial apex abnormalities we observe in layers as well as in uh, uh, reproduction stock. And uh, we also see that some flocks, it can be present about three, three to five percent, but other flocks, we've we have seen flocks that uh, at 25 percent, uh, producing 25 percent of those eggs. And so in terms of um, symptoms, what are the, the primary differences between Galliseptacum and synoviae. Mycoplasma galliseptacum um, in general causes respiratory disease in broilers, in layers, uh, also in the turkeys, and it's often accompanied with uh, air circulitis, uh, responsible for uh, increased mortality, uh, uh, increased mor morbidity, but mm -hmm. also increased condemnation rates at slaughter. And for MS, we have uh, more variation. We observe the uh, atheropathic strains, which cause um, infectious sinusitis, especially in layers, but they are uh, uh, more important for turkeys. We know that uh, in turkey flocks, about 75% of the flocks can be affected, mm. uh, which is also a cause of increased condemnation uh, rates and, and can have uh, new, huge economic consequences for the poultry farm. So, and then we have the respiratory variants, which cause similar uh, respiratory signs as uh, uh, M uh, Mycoplasma galliseptacum, also in broilers, especially uh, accompanied with severe air circulitis and also uh, increased condemnation rates at slaughter. And then we have the ophidic strains, which are described since 2005 and which are a cause for production losses and the uh, axial apex uh, abnormalities. So I know that vaccination was very successful in helping to manage galliseptacum. What about for synovia? If you look at the reduction of clinical symptoms, we've shown that for the uh, production of axial apex abnormalities, you can uh, um, use the vaccine, live vaccine, it's the same as with mycoplasma galliseptacum. We, sh we, we see that the vaccination reduces the clinical symptoms. So how do you go about, um, if you're having some of the problems that you described, I mean, do you first start with diagnostics or what is the normal procedure for trying to get synoviae under control? 
do the right diagnosis. If we looked at the atheropathic strains, we know that lesions are uh, uh, mainly localized at the hock and the foot joints. And uh, when you open them, they are filled with uh, uh, pure material and you can uh, put a swab it in, in it and uh, do MSPCR and general bacteriology because you want to take the whole spectrum or you have a differential diagnosis to uh, investigate at that time. MS is at your list, but also other bacterial, uh, bacterial uh, agents for uh, infectious synovitis. How important is biosecurity in the management of Synovia? Strict biosecurity was in the past, now is very important and will be become more important because our poultry industry is growing with increased poultry density, multi-age housing. It's uh, the important, most important tool to prevent uh, the horizontal transmission uh, of Mycoplasma, Mycoplasma synoviae and Mycoplasma gallicepticum between, uh, th uh, through introduction uh, of contaminated materials, contaminated uh, persons, but also uh, contaminated uh, contacts through egg transport, feed transport. So strict biosecurity is very important to reduce uh, the risk of horizontal transmission. Now, in, throughout the poultry industry around the world, but particularly in Europe, there's been a big decline in antibiotic use. Um, does that have anything to do with the increase in synovia? Because I know it is, a, it is a bacterium. No, I think that synovia, uh, the, the most important reason that the prevalence of mycoplasma synovia is high, clinical economical relevance has not been recognized for the last six decennia, uh, like for MG. So that's the reason why it's high. So tell me about your research with Synovia. What kind of projects do you have underway? Now we've done a lot of work on vaccination trials in uh, studying the effects of vaccination on shedding and uh, horizontal transmission. Because uh, in the um, early 70s, uh, the, uh, the vaccine showed to uh, contribute to a reduction in clinical symptoms, uh, reduction in um, um, uh, production uh, losses. Uh, but a, a few de decades later, it was shown that also the uh, mycoplasma vaccines con could contribute to the reduction of shedding of the, the field strain and, sh and horizontal transmission. So it's also an important um, uh, issues for the for the control of uh, mycoplasma within a, a flock and to control the in infection pressures and that kind of studies we have done and try to quantify how much the vaccination contributes to the re reduction of the shedding is it significant and uh, how does it uh, uh, and also to quantify the reduction of the horizontal transmission. And you mentioned there being a lot of different strains of synovia. Do you get good cross protection with the vaccines or is there a constant need for new types of vaccines to be introduced to a flock? We know that there is a, a protection against the axial apex abnormality and in uh, studies it's also shown that it's uh, uh, giving uh, less lesions in the respiratory tract. But um, there are not much uh, information experimentally whether there are uh, cross protections between the different pathogenic strains uh, for the different uh, variant strains. Well, it sounds like this is one that we're going to have to keep a close eye on, and uh, I know the industry appreciates all the work that you're doing to um, 
trying to keep this out of our flocks. We've been talking to Annika Feberway of GD Animal Health in the Netherlands. Again, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you.